This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Hello and welcome to the Two Robbies podcast, your destination for in-depth discussion and analysis of the Premier League and the Champions League. I'm Robbie Musto, he's Robbie Earl, and here are today's topics. Liverpool moves to within just three points behind Manchester City. Antonio Conte's honest, maybe strange comments after Spurs' loss at Turf Moor. Arsenal get a vital three points versus Wolves in their hope for top four spot. Romelu Lukaku benches Chelsea Cruz to a 2-0 win versus Lille. And Anthony Alanga saves the day as he puts Manchester United level with Letico in the tie. That's what we've got coming up in today's show. Robbie, let's start with the Premier League before we move on to the Champions League a little bit. Yes, later. sir. Um, that's our bread and butter. Uh, we've Absolutely. had these rearranged games this midweek, ch- chances for teams to to gain from those games in hand that we always talk about. They've got games in hand, but you've got to win those games in hand. And I thought we saw some significant results, Rob, really, particularly affecting the top of the table yeah. uh, and around the top four as well. Let's start with Liverpool. Mm. Um, they get the job done very comfortably against Leeds United, Rob. 6-0. Yeah. Two goals from Salah, two goals from Mane. Van Dijk scores the end of the header, simple header. And Joel Matip as well, another central defender. Two mm. centre-backs scoring goals. I mean... Is there a team in the Premier League right now that's as confident, as high, as free-scoring as Liverpool? Um, I think what you overview, my overview of Liverpool is, as we saw the Jurgen Klopp six fist pumps for the six goals and got the cop, cop going and, and the place is alive, there isn't a better manager in the Premier League in, in and around those circumstances with with that feel around your club with with the winning with the strength of squad with the fitness now of, of everybody available with the depth with the goals with you know this you know this was the team that we were saying what less than six weeks ago you know they're losing Mane they're losing Salah they're losing Cato to the African Cup of Nations will they be intact by time Man City come along down at three points Rob three points yeah. one one game in hand I mean we, we've got a proper race so, I mean when Lady Lowe asked me, I think it was back in sort of January, I think there was a 14-point gap between the two of them. City had just beaten Chelsea and Lady Lowe says, have we got a race? And I was a bit romantic, Robbie. Yeah, Liverpool, if they win the games, I wasn't too sure. They've won the games, mate. They've got themselves a chance and we've got ourselves a race. And there isn't, right now, the momentum feels like it's with Liverpool, but City aren't done. You'd be a fool to think that the loss to Spurs is going to upset them on a, over a long-term basis. Um, but Jurgen Klopp is as good as any manager stoking the fires, keeping it alive, getting the fans behind everybody. And I saw I saw a couple of interesting articles yesterday, Rob, where some people were trying to say this group and where they are now are stronger than when the, than when they won the title, the, the group that won the title. Maybe depth, maybe numbers, maybe players, you know, come through, younger players and that. But it was an, I, th- I thought, hmm, it's an interesting argument. Well, it maybe comes from the fact that the squad is stronger now, Rob, and mm-hmm. there's more potential for Jurgen Klopp to rotate, to rest, particularly the front players, because he's never really done that. The Liverpool oh. teams were the runs to the title and the, that, that year where they were so close, one point by Man City with a huge amount of 97 or something like that points that they got. That was always a front three players. They've now got options. This game was a good example, Rob. Jota was out injured. Firmino was out with a muscle injury. Mm. Um, Jota might have a chance for the cup final on Sunday. But that's, it was no problem. It's Luis Diaz has, has come in and he looked, he's looked bright. Got his first goal for the club against Norwich City. Mm. Uh, Mo Salah, of course, does his thing. The midfield switched out, Rob. He started with Curtis yeah, Jones and Thiago. Three. Henderson comes in. James Milner comes in. Origi comes in. I mean, they're... they're the strength is what maybe they're talking about in that article. Yeah. Just going back to Jurgen Klopp, Robin, and the club as a whole. Now, 
we all know what the, the main job of a football manager is. It's picking the right team. It's being tactically smart, emotionally smart in certain times. But it's also about motivation. And, and that comes into the man management part. I mean, if we, if, in terms of managers, and we know what Pep's all about, and he's pretty spectacular as well, but talk about ticking every box, Jurgen Klopp. Mm-hmm. He ticks every box mm-hmm. in motivation and tactical decisions. You know, his subs, when he plays uh, plays certain players and when he doesn't play. And then you've got the back of the football club that sign talent that's got upside. That's the key to, to recruitment. If, if bringing in a player for a lower value and seeing, I mean, they've been masters. Salah, Mane, so many players. They've done it again. Jogo Jota, massive upside they're seeing right now. Luis Diaz, a bit early yet, but what you're seeing looks like there's big upside. It's Leeds United, Rob. It's 6-0. It's comfortable. A good a good matchup for them in terms of the way that Leeds are playing and, and the way, sort of shape they're in right now. But in terms of you know, looking forward, Rob, mm. let's get our crystal ball out a little bit. Um, <laughs> in terms of, you know, we all know what football's like in terms of momentum. And yeah. I always, always look for a team or a club or an environment that feels, and I've said this a million times, that something special's happening. And I, I, I you've got to feel it with Liverpool right now. You know, they're in all competitions. They've got a cup final on Sunday. Maybe mm-hmm. that will change if they lose to Chelsea on Sunday in the League Cup final. But yeah. do you feel that something special is happening? Um, and, where, before, and let me finish this yeah. with a question. Where do you see the title race in terms of percentages? Is it 70-30? Is it 60-40 City? Is it 50-50? Do you see Liverpool as favourites? Get to that if you want to get to it. But, you know, Answer me about the, I don't know, there's something happening where everybody's on board, chomping at the well, bit to do well. well. Well, the something happening bit isn't just what we're seeing in terms of football. It's it, and, and you talked about it. it it's come, some of that comes through the manager. I remember the Jurgen Klopp of, of last season, Rob, agitated, prickly, didn't have his team, had a lot of injuries. And, and he's a very different character and personality. We see this guy... When things are flying, when you, you're getting your momentum, when you're winning games, when you're unbeaten in, in the Premier League, you're unbeaten in, in all competitions, you're defending imperiously, keeping clean sheets, you've got a centre, uh, a wide man, Mo Salah, who's got 19 goals already. I mean, there's no one better at, 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 at putting it out there and selling his club and saying who you are and representing the personality of Liverpool Football Club. No one better. But I'm not going to be, I'm not going to be knee jerk enough to think. That well, normally you know, I know I am normally knee jerk, but this Johnny is Manchester. Well, what, I, what I say is Manchester City are a different animal under Pep. It, you won't get the Pep's not as media friendly. He doesn't come out with so many of the lines. Isn't quite as kind of affable. But these 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 are different methodology and different personality in him. Which Manchester City lost to Spurs and people lost lost their mind and, and talked about the gap. The last time they lost before that was October the thirtieth. They don't lose many games, mate. They ain't all of a sudden going to go on a run now. Mm-hmm. And, and the, listen, City are relentless where they could go five straight wins and Liverpool might lose one or draw a couple and all of a sudden we're, we're, the gap might be, be there. So I'm not going to go totally over. What I would say is Liverpool are in the perfect position now mm. to give us a proper race. A perfect. Jurgen Klopp said it before the Leeds game. I heard him talking about it before the League Cup today. The focus is, is is on the game that comes. You know, the, the Leeds game was more important than the League Cup. Now they've got to deal with the League Cup. Then the next Premier League, he said he, he doesn't worry about City. City will probably go on and win their games. I've got to worry about making sure my team are focused on each game that they play. And if we win them, we get to um, the Etihad, I think, on April the 9th or the weekend of April the 9th. And we got a, we got a blockbuster, my friend. Mm. Percentages. I'm not. I'm not going to let it get away with it. What, what percentage chance for Man City to to win the title? And Man City. Man City. Yeah. Um, so percentage chance. Is it seventy percent? Is it eighty? Is it is it fifty? Is it, no. It, it, it? It's uh, right now. I mean, right now, when we're talking based on the six 0 win and down at three points in the game. Right now, I would say City or sixty, mm. maybe sixty five. 60, yeah, I'd, I'd, say, I'd say 60, maybe 55. Oh, you know, yeah. with momentum. 
Yeah, I, I get momentum and, and, and all got, that. Yeah, yeah, both got still, still slight favourites. There's still, still, still a lot of football left, mate, and there's still yeah. a lot, lot to do and a lot more results. But listen, Liverpool are in tip-top shape. Everything's ticking along nicely. Luis Diaz coming, looks an absolute dream. Um, mm. Going to be a great player for him. Young players coming in. Harvey Elliott, Curtis Jones played in this one. I mean, it, it's all Thiago's, like, imperious in there. Jordan Henderson looked like he's got another level to his game and starting to find passes and look forward. I mean, it's bubbling. And they've done it before and they, they can possibly do it again. And listen, they've, they've got four competitions, haven't they, at the moment? Yep. Could, could that hurt them? Could, could, could that be a problem? Well, they're not going to win all four. Um, you know, that that's almost impossible to do. Mm. I don't know whether it hurts them. We talked about the squad depth being different now. I think there I, is a little bit of rotation involved in there. But, but, but I'd like to see him win a domestic cup, mate. I'd like him to, to do yeah. that. I think... You know, it doesn't quite feel right. Liverpool, you know, the fans will know more than me how that was, a, you know, important cups for them, FA Cups and League Cups. Yeah. I, I, like to, I think one of them sits nicely in the, in the cabinet. Yeah, they'll, they'll be favourites. They'll be favourites against Chelsea on Sunday. We'll get to Chelsea in a couple of games' time, Rob. But yeah, that, that's a, it's a big just, game on Sunday. Just a quick word on, on Leeds, mate. Yeah, because Leeds, um, yeah. you said before, like, perfect opposition. I remember before the game saying, Rob, that they're dangerous. They're, they can be a dangerous team, Leeds. I don't care what state they're in. They're like the boxer who's, who's got a knockout punch and even if he's on his knees, he can get up and still whack you. And, and Leeds yeah. have got a bit of that. So, to put six past them, to not concede, to open them up in the manner they did. I mean, Leeds started quite well. At one nil, I thought the game was in the balance and Rafinha went offside and they had a couple of half chances. And then the second goal was a killer from Leeds' point of view. Matic getting the second goal, then they started to fly forward and then it, it was done and dusted. But Leeds are too close to the relegation Um to the relegation teams, Leeds have conceded 50, is it 53? 56. 56, is it? 56 goals now yep. they've conceded. 56. Yep. 56. Um, you know, worst, worst defence in the league. Um, that's not a recipe for staying in the league where we are now. Well, it's in danger of falling apart. I think that's that's... Alarm bells ringing now at Leeds United for sure. They've yeah. played more games than others down there. Burnley um, can go above them if they win their games in hand, which is a big mm. if, of course, when yeah. you're down the bottom of the league table. It's, it's tough to win, but Burnley is starting to win. We'll get yeah. to them next. But no, and, and I did listen to the press conference. It's not always easy to, 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 to yeah, make it all the way through yeah. a Bielsa press conference because there's a translator and it's mm. a bit of low energy and it takes forever. But he, he was taking the chin, Rob. You know, we can say and people can say, well, he's got his three of his best players out, certainly two of his best players in Bamford yeah. and Kelvin Phillips. But he said, to be fair, and he's right, that that wasn't about them. That was more that was more yeah. worrying today. And yeah. he, he pulled, he's like, he didn't make any excuses. We've got to find a way. Of course, the questions then came from the journalist, Rob, about, well, this style of play, you're going to mm -hmm. stick with it. Do you take responsibility? He takes total responsibility. Absolutely. He said a million times he's not going to change, really. But but basic defending, Rob, Pascal Strauch, yeah, yeah. Let, let's Matty yeah. play a one-two, get behind him and score. I don't know who's picking up Virgil van Dijk, the biggest player on Liverpool thing, the biggest threat for many other things. He tiptoes in the six-yard yeah. box with, with nobody three, four he yards. Didn't tiptoe, Rob. He didn't even tiptoe, He literally but, walked into the area. But what, and what, but what I'm saying is, how is, is that... That's unacceptable for a Premier League right. defence. I don't right. care how good you are. I don't yeah. care how much you play, how much you run. Whatever system you're in, Rob. Whatever system yeah. you're in. Yeah, yeah. it's, not, it's, it's unacceptable. Yeah. And, and that's a bit that I'm sure Bielsa's, or I hope Bielsa's getting across, that, yes, we've got excuses with him. At times, yes, it's second syndrome. Yes, at times, the, the, the man for man. But there's basic stuff not happening at Leeds. And that's that's my, my kind of worry with Leeds. I mean, does it go back there, Rob, to the fact that Diego Llorente wasn't there. Liam Cooper wasn't there. Yeah, and if possibly. either of those two players yeah, are there, they, might. They, are, they are going to yeah. track. And they are maybe going to pick mm -hmm. up Van Dyke. So, it, I mean, listen, I'm not, I'm not defending the way it's going now at Leeds United. Um, but a club like Leeds, second season back in the Premier League, the top yeah. flight, I know we both know how blimmin' difficult it is oh, to go again. Sure. And they are missing quite a few players but he's got to turn it around. I just feel, Rob, again, I still don't think they get relegated. No, I absolutely agree no, with you. They're, yeah. they're going to be in banging trouble. I just think the way that he plays, the beliefs yeah. that he has, they're going to go toe-to-toe. -to -toe. They're they'll going to win. Yeah, they'll win a few, won't they? Yeah. And they're going yeah. to lose a ton. Yeah, but I'd agree. the goal difference, I don't think he really... It's the way... He's not going to play in a way to 
to be defensively. He's going to go and try and win games. Yeah. And if he can, if he can go toe to toe with some of the mid-table teams or the bottom teams, between now at the end of the season, yeah, he'll probably, get probably get his, his wins. Up. Yeah, yeah, um, that's probably probably the way. And it's really interesting. We'll, we'll talk about yeah. um, Spurs next because they face Spurs seven thirty uh, a.m. early kickoff on on Saturday on USA. Right, Leeds versus Spurs is going to be well, an interesting game, Mister Musto. Well, that's we, a way to link. Dietz and Watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever. What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference. We come to work every day to do it the right way, even if it's the hard way. Because if it's not right for us, it's not right for you. Dietz and Watson, it's a family thing since 1939. Let's, let's link to Burnley v Spurs. And before we, 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 we start anywhere on Spurs, and there's obviously, I think, a few things to talk about with, with Spurs, as, a, as there always is. Let's talk Burnley first, my friend. Let's talk in, in short. Oh, look at his face. In look short, Let's talk about back-to-back wins. 3-0 and 1-0, two clean sheets. Let's talk about big veg horse and... and Coming into team and Rodriguez. You were, you, you were a bit worried. About you. I was a little worried, but I said, deep down, I said, a bit like Bielsa to a certain degree, in a very different way. He's going to do it his way. He's going to believe in what he believes in. And if he's going to stay up, they will because of what he's done. And if they go down, and, and I think Bielsa's very much his own man. We talked about Arteta and, and Bruno Law today. I think to be a manager today, you've got to be your own man. You've got to have your own beliefs. You've got to un- stick with what you believe. Is going to get you, going to get your results. And fair play to Sean Dyche, by the way. And they're not clear yet, and they're not out of total danger. But everybody, I think, in the league is starting to go, "Oh, here we go, Burnley are at it again," because they've done it before, and they'll stick to what they do, and they defend well. The midfield will work hard, and if they can take a couple of chances, they're going to win more games than they lose. I listened to a really honest and open interview with Sean Dyche, Rob, where he. Mm. He, he honestly opened up to the journalist and said, listen, and this is like before these two victories, just yeah. before these two victories. And he said, yeah, we have, we've had big, long meetings with the coaching staff, all talking openly about mm. what we can do and how can we change things and can we attack more to start score more goals. And Sean Dyke said, and again, to be fair, this is before the two wins, you know what, I still believe in what we do. And yeah. we've been here before. Yeah. We are experienced a bit. We don't feel we're too far away. I'm not mm. going to change too much. Now, he's got slightly different options this year, Rob, with Maxwell Cornet yeah. and uh, Val Verkhorst, of course, the two yeah. new players playing as a front two, which which is, you know, it's starting to work a treat. But I just thought that was really ex- like great experience, belief, yeah. Like yeah. and sticking, it's going to come, even though we're in where the alarm bells are ringing in the background. I think it also resonates to the dressing room, Rob. If you've got a gaffer who's going like, no, we're okay, I believe in what Mm. we do, I believe... Mm. You kind of back that. Mm. Then somebody who, um, well, we maybe should we change a bit? And then you get caught between two stools and actually don't quite do one or the other. I I, I just think, and we've heard him say it a few times um, in press conferences, we've got a way of playing, we've got a system, the players know it, we know what we're doing and we'll be okay. Now... The more games they were losing, the more you're thinking, oh, Sean, are you, are you sure this is the right way? But the two wins and, 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 and the way they've gone about their business just, I think, gives belief again back to the football club. And it's going to be really interesting now because as they pick up and, and teams down there, Newcastle have had a bit of form, it's starting to, to drag one or two others in just, there, just Leeds one, being one of them. Yeah, just one one last line on it on it from mm. him, Sean Dyshrop from me. And it's like, listen, we've been in relegation fights. I've been in a few yeah, of them yeah. in my time in Middlesbrough in the, in the late 90s. And Sean Deitches and I, I listen to when, when we have them on our air, I listen to every press, press conference mm. and he's a great listen in general. Yeah, yeah. He's the funniest man in the world when he does his press mm. conferences. But he has remained so steady, calm yeah. and humble, humble, isn't he? He's quite humble, yeah. The dressing room. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, he has been very, very calm yeah. throughout this. And I, I, I mean, 
God. He's one of them you could imagine playing for, couldn't you? You could imagine playing for yeah. him. And, and we've and, had ones and, that are not like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. You know, they, they, you can visibly <laughs> see yeah. them panicking yeah. and we have crisis meetings yeah. and you're doing this. And, I mean, I've had plenty of them where mm. it's all thrown back at us <laughs> on the, with the managers yeah. like, wow, it's your fault. What are you doing? You're mm. crapping yourselves at home. You did it. <laughs> and he, he has been really strong, I think. So, listen, yeah. they're still in it, by the way. Yeah, they can still go yeah, down. Yeah, absolutely. But I think we just, you know, it's a nice note to say that sometimes down there, A, it's, it doesn't necessarily mean changing manager is going to change anything. B, like, if yeah. you've got a way of playing that suits your group, stay with it, because sometimes that, that's the best way of doing it. And Sean Dyche is showing that. Now, let's talk about the other team, Tottenham Hotspur. Oh, can go to the Etihad, can have not an awful lot of possession, but play great counter-attack, play one of the games of the season, have one of the performances of the season with Harry Kane, and beat the top team in, in, the, in the league 3-2. Brilliant day, brilliant scenes, glow on Spurs. Manager, is, mani- like manager in jumping in the air and talking about the greatest group he's worked with. And, and the glow on Spurs kind of makes you feel, God, this could be a proper club. Two, three, four days later, we go to Turf Moor. It's wet and raining, which we know <laughs> happens at Turf Moor. You've got to deal with the team. You've got to deal with the weather and the conditions and everything else that we know goes along with Turf Moor. But they've been there before. They don't really turn up in the first half, not a shot on target. They have a few chances in the second half. Little unlucky, maybe Harry Kane hit the bar once and a few things went either side, but didn't dominate the game. Burnley scored through Ben Mee, should have got another through Jay Rodriguez. They lose 1-0. So you beat Man City 3-2, you lose to Burnley 1-0. The manager goes from working with some of the greatest players in the world to questioning whether he's the right man for the job there needs to be assessment for losses in five because that doesn't happen to his teams. And maybe it'd be time for him to leave. How do we get there? But but to my point, to my point is, welcome to Tottenham. This this is Tottenham. But, Rob, listen, let, let, I'm, I'm not sure, you know, how many listeners or viewers have, have listened to this press conference. I mean, trying to pick the bones out of it, he basically didn't Antonio really Conte talk about, were talking Antonio to Conte, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he didn't really want to talk about the game. Mm. He wanted to talk about the bigger picture. Yeah. And, you know, how about his position? He's embarrassed. You know, you pay my salary. It's not working. It's been the same players, different mm. managers. Yeah. And, and and basically, basically almost kind of hinting that this ain't working. The club's got mm. to make a decision. You know, and, and we know English is a second language, Rob. So you've got to give, you've yeah. got to give that a little bit of consideration. Yeah. Um, and there's two ways for me of, of analysing that and, and reacting to it. The one way is he's at, he's at some kind of game. It's some kind of posturing. It's some kind of, I, I read, like some rallying call, get everybody together at the club and realise, give them a jolt. You know, wow. we, we, we're, we've lost four out of five. You know, what sort of team are we? So it was almost like a tactic he was using. Yeah, th- that's what I read. And, wow. and, and, and maybe there's something in that. Mm. My, my instant reaction, and I might be absolutely wrong, is get a grip. It's your job. You sound like a quitter. He sounds <laughs> like a quitter. But this is too big a job for him. And like, what am I doing here? This is the same club that's had these issues with the same players. Well, you took that position. You knew there wasn't going to be a ton of money to spend. You've brought in two players that, that, that you know from Italian football in Juventus. You, you, you were all over this team three or four days ago, jumping into your, your, your coaches, mm. talking about the squad of players. And you go from that to, to a rant about, am I the right guy? I don't know. It's for others to make mm. a decision. We've lost four out of five. Four out of five, he said, like this, as if it's like it's just not him. Like the club yeah. is not good enough for him. And he's like, what are we going to do about it? I thought he was incredibly like a loser. Like, I don't want to be here. Listen, I might be wrong. Maybe I'm reading it wrong. Maybe he is a tactical ploy. And, uh, you know, I, I don't I don't think he's going to walk out after, what, four months or whatever. Mm. But what, an, what a weird kind of statement of... Well, I don't, you know, almost like wanting to be fired, Rob. It's like, I can't do it here. Can't do it. You know, we lose four out of five. I, I, I just think, get on with it. You're a manager. Do something about it. Don't be mm. hot and cold like this. And, and one minute you want to be here, and next minute you go, I mean, can you imagine going forward, Rob, over the next few weeks and months, if he's going to be this kind of guy that's hot and cold, 
Well, that, that, that means he would, that, that, the future. that always means he'd marry the team, hot and cold and up and down and win some and he lose didn't some. Up and down. Uh, Remember his words, he yeah. didn't up and down. Yeah. No, no, he said that when he came in. Yeah. All this kind of stuff. And now we are seeing the up and down and it's his job to find a solution, even if it's not a solution, Rob, that's going to force mm. him into the top four, but mm. find a way to not to lose four and five. I don't care who you are with that squad, with those front players, you shouldn't be losing four out of five in the Premier League. So at some point, and I know what he's done in, as a manager, I know everything. I've watched all his teams, I've watched you know a lot of what he's done in the past, and we all respect that. But this reaction afterwards, I, I thought, wow, that that's poor when a club's gone through a lot of stuff over the last months and years. And you've got a top-class manager that reacts this way. I, I thought it was a shocking interview and, uh, yeah, didn't like it at all. Well, um, I hear your points. Um, thought well made. Uh, the, the kind of rallying call bit I, I sort of read, don't really get, don't really think that's him. I, I, and if it was, didn't work for me. So I, I kind of pushed that one to the side. I hear they kind of get on with it that you're saying and, and I, kind of understand you, you, the points you make. I kind of see it and feel a little different, Rob, to, to it, I have to admit. Go on then, explain. So, so, so I'll explain. I'm not saying he's right. I'm just telling you how I see it. Right. He's a smart man who's been at big clubs and won things, and we know his history, so we don't have to go through that. So there's, there's a reason he went to in the press and said what he, what he, he wanted to do. That was, a, that was a firebomb. That was a throwing this one out. It's going to get headlines, it's going to get attention, and, and it's going to go one way or the other. And that's exactly, for me, that's what he was doing now. So it's a ploy. You're saying it was I'm, a ploy. I'm, it, it, it's, it's part of a ploy, so part of a tactic, but not like to rally and call for the team or right. get everyone to be on me. I think it's a ploy. The ploy, and, and, and I think the, 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 the four days difference, whatever it was, between going to Manchester City and winning and feeling it again and knowing what this club's potential is and the size and what he's got and the glow and maybe the chairman loving him and all that, he enjoyed and and, and his part. And then the the defeat at Burnley where his team shouldn't get out for, his team shouldn't lose 1-0, in his view, I'm saying, is just a position of who Spurs are. And it's why managers recently, over time, recently, Mourinho, Nuno, to a certain degree, Poch, get yourself off. That's who Spurs are. Now, I think this guy's saying, I can give you what you got last weekend against Man City on a regular basis. I can give you that, but you've got to give me. Now, we don't know what's going on, whether he's being promised this or not promised that. And I'm not saying that's at fault or the reason why I do. I think he's saying, I can win things at this club, club and you can get those days like you got weekend on a regular basis, but you've got to back me. And, and let me let me do it. If you don't want to back me, that's fine. I won't well, be here. How, how, how have they not backed him? Well, how do we know, Rob, to this point? There could be conversation. Just like that, we had a, a discussion with Harry Kane where they had a gentleman's agreement. Or We don't know any of that. And I'm not mm. saying that's a reason or, or, or is a reason or not. All I'm saying is, I think Antonio Conte wants to be in a winning environment on a regular basis. And he, I think he, I think he believes, I think he believes this Tottenham team can be it. But I think he's putting it out there. If you want it to be it and you want me to do it, let me do it. And if you don't, if not, I'm not that guy. Because Spurs are a win a couple of games and then let you down. You know, get to, to a certain position, not go there. Antonio Conte, that doesn't mirror him. That doesn't mirror this guy. He's emotional. We know the job he took over, Rob. Spurs were never going to be in a situation where they're going to be winning at the very top. No, they weren't. But, they weren't. but I, think he, I think he was slightly surprised how good they were at Man City and didn't realise in his head that... This, they, they, I think the City game got to him where this is a group I could really do something with, but I'm going to have to be back. He doesn't want, he doesn't want a, this job. For, he ain't building this for the next four years, Rob. That isn't why Antonio Conte took the job. Listen, on the, on the back of that, I, listen, I, I, so on the back of City, he's thinking this is really great. And then the next, the first loss. No, going, no, no, no. He was, I don't think it's the first loss. I think, listen, it'd be the draw or whatever. I so think he's, 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 he's setting an agenda for Levy to say, he's almost pointing it out there. Do you want to win? Do you want to compete? And if Rob, you do. Let, let, let me say this. And you might be absolutely right in what he wants. 
I'll throw it back to you. Is this the way to try and get it? How about a conversation between men? Conversation? Why does it have uh, to be uh, thrown uh, into the public like this? Uh, you know, maybe you don't know the answer to that, but do you, mm. do you think that's a, a strange tactic to be this emotional and this reactive when if he's if he's trying to get the club to do so, well, just ask him. I think he's I think he's flexing. I think he's he's flexing. I think he's got probably public opinion. Certainly, fans. Uh, Spurs fans would probably be backing him in it if it was a two-horse at the moment. I think he feels like he, he, his record speaks for himself. He's just put in a great performance, one of the performances, you know, to beat City. I think it was timing. I think it was all about timing, Rob. I think it diff- if he hadn't been this, if he hadn't won the City game, now I don't think it'd have come out for me. Yeah, I, I listen. I, I respect that point, mate. And you might be absolutely right, and it might be a ploy. And um, I would just. I would just question whether that's the way to do it, Rob, in such a defeated, this didn't work, you know, I don't know. Maybe you're right. And maybe he's a very smart guy. And this is the way to try and poke the chairman, the ownership, whatever it is. Mm. We'll see. We'll yeah. see over the coming days and weeks. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's like... It's got a long way to run. It's got a long way to run. <laughs> Never a dull moment at Tottenham Hotspur Football Club, Never. that's for sure. But, uh, it wasn't yeah. a dull... There wasn't a dull yeah. moment at um, the Emirates today, my friend. Oh. As um, Arsenal, Wolves, both sort of vying to get a, a fourth-place spot after a not-great start to season. We talked about the two managers there who've turned things around, who've got a style of playing, have worked hard to, to get themselves in, in the position. And um, it was Wolves who, who went ahead, courtesy of a, a Gabriel mistake. Yichang Wang gets in, gets the goal. Raul Jimenez maybe could have made it too. And then in fairness to Arsenal, they really gave it a good go, kept going forward, kept creating chances, not particularly any great chances, but they had shots on target. Goalkeeper was, was made a few saves. They got blocks in there. And it kind of looked as though, Rob, it was going to be one of those days in the end where, yes, they had possession. Yes, they were creating chances. But I don't think we were ever quite on the edge of a seat going... It's, it's coming now. It's going to happen, and and we we, we did a breakdown on Lacazette, amount of chances he were having, he was having, and then fair play to Mikel Arteta again. Made a couple of substitutions, and Ketty and Pepe come on, involved in the equaliser, and sort of involved on that side of the pitch for for the the winning goal, which went down as an own goal. Um, but there was something different about Arsenal, Rob. Rob. There's there's a there's a resilience to Arsenal that wasn't there start the season, wasn't there last season. Credit has to go to Mikel Arteta because at times criticism's gone his way as well. No, I, I couldn't agree more. And, and the more I think about it now, you know, the more praise I would give to the club, to the manager, mm. to the sport, and everything, like in terms of turning it. I mean, they're doing all this in transition. You know, it's yeah. happened pretty quickly. You're right. I think the spirit, the steel in the team is a lot more now, and just fair play to Arsenal. It wasn't it wasn't great Arsenal for like mm. eighty minutes or so. Um, he turned up the attacking dial that you always look for from the managers. He played three at the back. He played next through an extra attacking player on there, and they just found a way. It's one of those the sp- biggest sporting cliche, in, in particularly in the US, where they say you've yeah. got to find a way to win. Mm. Um, and Arsenal did. I think it, it's not a coincidence. I think when you've got some momentum going, you're sat in a, a spot that's really challenging with a great chance of finishing the top four. You're against the Wolves team that's been so good defensively, so good away from home, by the way, and are in the mm. same spot as well. And you go behind with a pretty poor mistake from Gabriel and they find a way to win late. That's mm. You've got to respect that. You've got to appreciate that. And it wasn't a sparkling... I didn't think the, the starting attacking players really, Rob, it wasn't their no, day. It wasn't their day. I thought they lacked a little bit of creativity that Emil Smith-Rowe might give out yeah. for this game with, with illness. But when you can go to the bench and you can bring on, you know, Nicola Pepe has been a big disappointment for the most part. Uh, lovely goal, by the way. What yeah, a lovely take yeah, yeah, and a yeah. turn. And, a, and, a, and, and then Katia was involved, wasn't he, in that one? Yeah. yeah. So credit, mm. credit to, mm. to Arsenal, the team and the manager and the fans believe, Rob. You yeah. Know, they pushed and they pushed and they pushed. They didn't allow Wolves, who'd like to get on the ball and mm. keep possession, annoy you because they've got it. They didn't allow them to do that because their pressing and energy was so great. And the pressure finally told and they got on and got a deserved victory at the end yeah I, I, I said you know on air it, 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 it reminds me of an Arteta team what used to break in those situations didn't couldn't find a way of finding yeah, the way back or, 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 or get would, yeah would almost like get 
bored with it and like, oh, it's a 1-0 defeat or, or at the very most a 1-1 draw, but kept going. And, and I thought Lacazette in, in some way epitomised that. Robbie's captain sometimes comes in for criticism. Only three goals um, this season. I think he's got five assists in, in his last seven. So, But, I mean, he's gone down as an own goal. Jose saw our own goal, but, I mean, he had you know, as, as much involvement in the goal as you could ever want. And the mood... And the atmosphere and the celebration was important. That that I always think these, these sometimes these these wins plus these three points plus, and that was a three points plus day for 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 Arsenal because we talked about it, Rob, on the broadcast about some of these young players about the learnings, and I talked about Martinelli got sent off against Wolves and and the Sackers and the Odegaards and Jacker who's not young but got to come through things and you've got to have them experiences sometimes and make mistakes and come out the other side. And I kind of feel that that's where this Arsenal team is starting to go now. They're starting to come out the other side of, of things and, and still stay intact and have a bit of that spirit about them to dig deep. And it's not a great day. And we're not creating loads of great goal-scoring chances, but we've got to keep going. I thought Lacazette, Lacazette epitomised that today. He just kept going and going and going. And eventually he gets a shot that hits a goalkeeper's arms, finds his way in the back of the net and they get all three points. Rob, let's just throw to a little bit of data, data and fact here. Arsenal Football Club have a game in hand on Chelsea. If they win that game in hand, they're just two points behind Chelsea on 48. They're gonna, they, they've got a great chance they're going to be Man United. They've played two fewer than United, only mm-hmm. one point behind. Yeah. I did Before the game today, I went and looked at the remaining fixtures for Arsenal. Mm. And, you know, you look out for the tough ones. The tough ones, particularly tough, are... Liverpool and Man United, they have those two games at home at the Emirates against those two sides. The yeah. others, eminently winnable, mid-table yeah. or lower, lower teams. They have got as good a chance as anyone right now. I, I, you, you, do you put them ahead of Man United right now in terms of favourites to get that top four spot, given what we're seeing of, of Man United and what the momentum's going mm. to Arsenal? With the games and, and the numbers, mm. I mean, they could be only just... Two yeah. points away from Chelsea in the, third. The, the next game's Watford, I think, uh, if I'm right. Also, I think they play Watford the next next time in in, in the Premier League. Uh, Watford, yeah, they're away Watford at Watford. Away, Leicester at home, Watford, Leicester, Liverpool, yeah, um, Palace, Brighton. They, they've saying, got right? they've got nothing else re- really to, to to focus on. There's no European football yeah. and that distraction. They can get their head down on the games uh, that come. Obviously, you know, getting a, a fit squad is important. Smith throw back in. Took Tommy Asu might have been close. He had a bit of a calf injury today, but again, uh, people on the bench who can come off and make a difference. Yeah. You'd have to say, Rob, with with what they're doing and how they're doing it, because Man- Manchester United, as we know, is full of inconsistencies, and, and, and you're never quite sure what you're going to get at, at the moment. You you'd probably say that the momentum you talked about with Liverpool, the momentum's with Arsenal right now. Yeah, fascinating. Fascinating game. Fascinating position we are on the league table right now, mm. Rob, at the top in the Champions League spots, of course, at the bottom as well. Um, yeah, brilliant, brilliant victory. Before we move on to the to the Champions League, Rob, let's just let's just clear up the remaining game in the Premier League. It's Watford. Oh, Watford and Palace, yeah. Watford won, yeah. Crystal Palace four. Um, the Roy Hodgson derby. <laughs> it didn't you go to the, the other day like what uh, maybe Roy Hodgson he didn't know, know which, he didn't know which bench he's in uh, uh, no you're not <laughs> with us anymore Roy you're in that one oh okay and then um, I saw a lovely shot actually of Roy Hodgson just not to, to poke fun I saw a lovely shot at the end of the game where apparently um, he had a few of the journalists waiting for like 15-20 minutes to his after after game uh, press conference and he was just on the side of the pitch talking with Wilf Zaha for 20 mm. minutes after the game. Mm. And it tells you everything about Roy Hodgson. That his team have lost. They're in a relegation fight. He's probably disappointed. But he's probably, and I don't know, but you know a little bit about the two characters involved. He's probably said something to Wilf like, that's who you are, Wilf. Yeah. You know, that's what, you know, what you can do. You've hurt me today, but that's what I wanted to do. That's why I pushed yeah. you. That's why I'm, I mean, and it just, I just thought there's a real football gent. There's a football lover there. Hmm. Yes, Watford's his, top, his priority now. He's got to do, you know, some miracles to try and get them out, out of that bottom three and, 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 and save this, this season. And it's going to be hard work. But he's still yeah. got enough time and empathy and, and football love to, to talk to an, an ex 
player he's worked with, he's probably he's got you know bags and bags of ability, and sometimes doesn't quite give it all. And I just thought mm-hmm. it sums Roy Hodgson up really. He's just a great, great football man. Uh, well said. I mean, they've probably had moments where he's had a go at him in the past, mm, where he's tried yeah. to motivate him in the past when he was manager there. And I think you're right. I think that's probably what it was. Um, Watford have got to find a way to be better than Burnley, Newcastle, Everton, maybe Leeds. And they've still got games. There's still plenty of games to go. They're, of course, they're within distance, but it's just tough to see them being not one of the bottom three teams. But yeah. we'll see what can happen. I mean, Crystal Palace, by the way, Fair play. And it's a, it's a, one of those sneaky little stories that's really impressive from, yeah. from Palace. Mid-table, safe, 11th place right now. Pacho Vieira, difficult job. It's a whole different feeling about Palace now. They're winning. They go on and score more goals. They get the late goals. Conor Gallagher again with a lovely, lovely touch and finish. Oh, what's a player he is, by Another the way. goal for him. So, well, well done, Palace. Well done, Pacho Vieira. Tough job. I think we're all a little bit worried about what might happen with all the changes, the different players, but they've picked up some brilliant players yeah. and a manager that's doing a really, really, uh, really good job there. Watford, of course, in trouble, my friend. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Okay, let's turn to Champions League. There's a couple of important games this week for the English clubs involved in the knockout stages. Um, our first one, my friend, is, is it Atletico Madrid, Manchester yeah. United? Um, yeah, it was, we, 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 we were working on the game, weren't we? So we didn't get a really great chance to have a look at that. But uh, Ilanga coming up with a, another important goal uh, ahead of it gives Manchester United now in the, in the second leg. Decent chance against the Madrid team that we know are difficult, that we know will we'll, we'll press, play with intensity, make it difficult for you to, to get on the ball. But you'd have to probably say United's slight favourites. Slight, but mm. I mean, it's still going to go over the way. You can't, you can't no. trust Man United to get the job done. Super experienced team with the manager, of course. They've got the Diego Simeone, mm. the talented players that they've got. I saw Griezmann. I saw the highlights of it. Robert yeah, Griezmann, Griezmann late on, didn't he? Yeah. Angel Angus first touch, he scores off the mm. bench. I, I did see the interview afterwards with Ralph Rangnick saying how disappointed he was with the way that they played in the first half. For the, you know, he's still struggling. Again, we didn't see every part of this game. Yeah. But it, 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 it sounds like he's still struggling to get this team to consistently be good without the ball. Yeah, he talked about it. We've got technical players. Yeah. Uh, sometimes the, the, I think he said aggression or determination isn't there to win the ball back. And as mm-hmm. we know, you know, that side of football is so important. So yeah. important. And, and, and he said the, the intensity was better in the second half. They were better in the second half. And 1-1 going into the second leg at Old Trafford, of course, yeah. is going to be all to play for. But yeah, it, it's... You know, it's just the way they are at the moment. He's still trying, you know, every way he can to improve yeah, the team. Yeah. And it is improving, but it's still nowhere near, you feel, mm. what he wants, probably the players want, and the fans, of course, want as well. So, I think there's a yeah. there's a, there's a growing appreciation. Yeah, but, yeah, I think people are starting to say they they're, they're can see what he's trying to do. And he's a good man. He's an honest man. He's trying to do the best he can. And I think he's, he's, mm. he's trying to build Manchester United in this next between now and the end of the season to hand it over to somebody and, and, and give them a chance of having success. And I think people are just starting to appreciate that um, after, you know, some of these headlines that have just been shocking and, and, and working against him. It, it seems like there's a little bit more appreciation, at least. Let's talk about the other big game um, in the Champions League. Chelsea beat Lille 2-0. Um, pretty comfortable, I thought, for Chelsea in the end against the Lille team who a bit short quality, not, not doing great in the French League and won it last year. Um, the headline, my friend, had yeah. to be Romelu Lukaku, big Rom, on the bench. Mm. Benched. Sit your bottom there and we'll play with three other players. And it was... Um, have it started um, in Central. the yeah. central central role with Pulisic and, and Ziyech, was it the... Yeah. On the right. Either side of him, yeah. yeah. And then um, Kante played in, in, in a midfield wheel. Kante was outstanding, by the way, again. Yes. I mean, yes. that, that little man just con- continues to do uh, play well. Um, but yeah, all the talk was on Lukaku not starting the game. Surprised? Expected? What do we think moving mm. forward? League Cup final on Sunday against Liverpool. Does that change? 
Well, it's going to be really interesting whether he starts that game, Rob. I think mm. the manager's talked about taking him out of the firing line a little yeah. bit. He's a little yeah. tired, exhausted. Mm. I saw, again, there's so much stuff that comes out in the media. You know, there's a, there's a, there's a report out there that Lukaku's absolutely fine. He said he was fit to play against Lille. Um, a little surprised he was left out, but not that surprised. No, and no, I, wasn't. I think the painful thing in some ways for him is how they looked without him, Rob. Yeah. How they looked yeah. without him. And Kai Havertz, you know, I remember the last podcast, or was the one before that, you know, I'm like, I, the frustration in me about him came out a little bit and, and I want more from him and he should have, been, he should be better by now. Well, this was, this was bright Kai Havertz, mm-hmm. Rob. Mm-hmm. Lively Kai Havertz. Good movement Havertz. And when you, when you compare it to Lukaku in the same spot, there's a brightness, a quickness, a, a kind of interchange, good yeah. movements in between players yeah. that Havertz brings that Lukaku hasn't brought of late. I mean, it's just as simple as that. And of course, the director goes back to, to Lukaku on the bench <laughs> when yeah. Havertz scores after eight minutes. Um, it's kind of an awkward look about him. But, you know, the, the, the reality from my side of it was they look better. And I think there's some stats out there, Rob, again, without Lukaku, the, the shots yeah, per game yeah. and the goals and all that is kind of better. I think we all expected Lukaku to come back and to, I don't know, be the focal point again. What well, he just hasn't, oh. you know. Yeah, he was supposed to be the missing part, wasn't he? And, yeah. and it kind of one of the things I thought as I, as I was watching the, 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 the game play out and look at, like you say, you're getting plenty of shots of Lukaku sitting on the benches. Despite what you pay, despite track record, experience, goals, history. There's no givens, mate, is it? You, you know, you, the, 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 everybody was saying, like, Chelsea need the missing piece. The centre-forward is the missing piece. Well, let's go and get Lukaku. He's the missing piece. It's all done and dusted. Mm, not quite. I, I mean, you know, I look at, I was thinking about, you know, and I was thinking, you know, Man City, and I know you were I'd, maybe a few more concerns, maybe neither, but, you know, Jack Grealish, you think, you spend $100 million on, on a Jack Grealish, you bring him in City, hasn't really taken no. off yet. For, no. for, for, you know, all that money, there's no guarantees what, what you're going to get. No guarantees it fits in the style, it's going to work, it's going to click straight away. Now, listen, I'm not saying either have got time, either have got enough ability uh, to, to make things work. But, yeah, the, it, it's just one of those where I thought the same. I thought Chelsea looked a little bit more mobile. I thought the combination plays were better. Mm. I like Pulisic. We'll talk about coming mm. from that position and, and look dangerous and looks like Christian Pulisic for the first time the other day, Rob, I thought, looks like a proper Chelsea player today. He was involved with stuff. He was making balls. He was giving and going. I thought he looked more confident and more assured than I've, than I've seen him in a Chelsea shirt. I remember talking about him, Rob. Was it the last game? There's so many games where he played mm. in midfield, played as a number yeah, eight. And, eight, and yeah. he looked like he was enjoying himself and he was involved in the game. <clears throat> um, obviously, a different position. Back to you'd have to argue is his favourite role in a yeah. Thomas Tuchel setup, like one of the two players in behind the number nine in, in Habits. But yeah, I mean, just looking at his, his demeanour, he looks like he was enjoying himself. He, he's yeah. got great feet. He was sharp on the ball. He looks in good fettle, in good condition. Took his goal really well when he's running at pace to open himself up there and, and clip it over the top of the goalkeeper's left leg there into the corner net. So that's maybe one of the best games we've seen from Pulisic. I know he's mm. got other, he's got hat-tricks, etc. Yeah, et yeah. But, but yeah. he's coming that's into quality. it now. And, he, mm. and he's, he ground his way to get into the good books of Frank Lampard. He's having to do it all again with a different manager and Thomas Tuchel. And mm. I'm not saying again that he's going to go and be the, the first team, the first player on the team sheet for the football yeah. club. But at least... Well, not at least, because that's, that's a little unfair. He looked bright. He looked yeah, like he a really bright. important player. Mm-hmm. He looked like a player that should be in that front three, yeah, whoever yeah. it is, ahead Correct. of your, your Verners. I mean, Ziyech being out now, Rob, you know, he came off the game injured. Mm, yeah. Going throw forward to the cup final um, against Liverpool on Sunday, you probably will see Lukaku with Havertz and, and Pulisic. Kind of keep you think so? Happy. Well, I'm not, I mean, conv- I'm not convinced on that one. I, I'm, I'm, I'm not sure if Big Ron might, might, yeah, I'm, I'm not convinced. If he doesn't play him on Sunday, Rob, it, I mean, we know that, I, I feel like Lukaku's kind of an emotional player. Could he lose him for a cup final, a major domestic, could he lose well, he him? he didn't play one time, did he, after, after, was it after he'd, he'd done the interview and then he didn't well, yeah, play well, was the game? Well, the yeah. relationship starts to get... Um, possibly, I mean... The, I was thinking about this, and then I thought, let me ask Musty the question. 
what's the most important thing to on Sunday for Thomas Tuchel? To win the League Cup or to get Romelu Lukaku in the team playing well? So I would say the former. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. I think winning a trophy is, is historic. Trumps. Like yeah, and Trump, Trump's an but, individual. I mean, there is a but. That you, I mean, what was he, 96 million quid, like over $100 million to to potentially... Yeah, but if, if I play him and he doesn't play well and we lose a game, I kind of feel, to me, I feel like he might sit on the bench, come on as a sub, and then he can affect the game one way or the other from, from the bench. Listen, I'm probably wrong and you, he, he probably starts, but I, I'm just not so sure. Just not I don't, so I mean, sure. If if I'm the manager, I'm not playing him. No, I'm not. On, on the back of how they played, yeah. on the back of yeah. seven touches, two touches in that first half, one being the kickoff, which is just numbers that we've never seen. There's a spotlight on him. There's something almost extra on Chelsea that he isn't playing well. And then, every, you know, the, 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 the team would be on it. Maybe the fans start getting, ooh, it's not working. I just think, it, you know, as a manager, I think I, I would keep him out of the firing line. I'd save him for bench if things are going well I can yeah. throw him on if things aren't going well he can come on and be the hero and maybe we set a story but that's you know that's why Thomas Tuchel the, the, gets the big money and the, 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 Zeke thing, the Zeke thing might favour him yeah uh, who's might, he going to yeah. play Werner going to come in there mm. is Mount is available Mount, yeah, might, yeah. Make, Mount might be available mm. so there's other if there's no other options you, you might see him almost by default but yeah. um, we'll see we'll yeah. see there's Did some you... other games in the Champions League Rob we should mention um, before we, we finish up uh, oh, yeah, Benfica was, 2, Ajax 2, of course, yeah. Ertan Hag's side there. Christian Allaire scored an own goal and then scored a goal for Ajax. Can't stop scoring, by the way, centuries at West Ham. Unbelievable, isn't it? I know. And Villarreal came back to get an equalising goal against Juventus. Yeah. Uh, I think right at the end there. So two mm. draws from those games. And that's our... We've had a good look now, Rob, of all the the first legs in, in these tie in the Champions yeah. League. And, and the English team's... Pretty good shape. Pretty good shape, aren't they? Yeah. United probably got a little bit more work to do. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, mate, it's been another great week of of midweek Premier League football and a bit of hosting, my friends. Hosting and uh, analysing at the same time. It's been a great week of your Liverpool, Arsenal, Palace, or Brighton fan midweek. It's all happening in all areas of the table. We'll be back on Sunday, that's February the 27th, when we'll take a look back at match week 27 in the Premier League. And obviously, that League Cup final we talked about, Liverpool take on Chelsea. Will Romelu Lukaku be in the starting lineup? But for now, I'm Earl. He's Musty, together with the two Robbies. Thanks for watching and listening. Be safe, stay healthy. It's a good night from me. And it's a good night from him. Good night. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil.